What's up, everybody? Pat Healy here with Brooklyn Boxing Podcast, sitting here live in the Fifth Street Gym, joined by the Tomahawk. He's fighting in a couple days here, Drew Dwelly. How's it going, man? How you guys doing? Good, good. Thanks for coming on today. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you, and it's great timing because you're fighting here in a couple days in the Dominican Republic, Santo Domingo. Just tell me what you're feeling headed into a fight, a couple days here, getting focused, getting ready to destroy here in the first round. Yeah, so it's um, just the last couple of days, just winding down from training, uh, just losing the last couple pounds and, you know, just getting mentally ready. And for me, getting ready to come back from surgery, a little different, uh, different challenge than a regular fight, but I'm ready. Yeah, and we were talking, you know, a week or so ago, we were working out a little bit, you were bringing me through a shoulder workout back workout you've been going through so much rehab over the past few months from your injury um talk to me a little bit about like that process how you beat the doctors uh you know that prediction there of the timeline you're you're way ahead of that what went into the recovery and like your methods of training even while hurt right yeah so um you know basically from the surgery the doctor gave me about a six month time frame to be healed um, I kind of took that as a challenge and said, all right, I'm going to beat that. <clears throat> you know, he, he warned me to be careful, but they sent me to the therapist and they were kind of babying it. And I said, nah, you know, I can do more. So I just pushed myself and um, just got on YouTube and the computer and just looking up more and more rehab stuff and, and just decided I'm not going to be one of those guys that sits around and lets it heal. I'm going to make it heal. And that's where it went. Yeah, and like I think there's a lot to be said for staying active right after an injury like that, and and uh, taking that approach that you did, and clearly it's working. And that back workout we went through, I know uh, you know you got a strong back, shoulders to support your your muscles there and prevent a future injury like that. Um, but talk to me a little bit about also your start in boxing. I know you were a baseball player. Um, played down here in Florida, college ball. Uh, was baseball clearly always your number one sport growing up? Um, well, I played baseball, basketball, and football growing up, so that was I was always a football and baseball guy. Uh, basketball was more of just an athlete, um, but football and baseball were my two things. Those were the two things I had all the offers for college for. Uh, base, baseball, it just made more sense. Some of the guys in football were enormous so it made more sense um safety wise for baseball uh that moved me down from boston down to uh miami and i you know i thought it was going to go further than what it did i did well in college um when the draft came i thought for sure i was going to get drafted it didn't work out and it was on to the next thing and that was how i picked up boxing but growing up in, in Boston, or a Massachusetts guy like myself, you must have uh, enjoyed watching some of the, the Red Sox guys or Patriots guys, envisioning them in high school, right? So uh, I'm sure you, you didn't want to give up the football dream very easily. Yeah, it was tough because as I was graduating high school was when Wes Welker became Wes Welker. And with Tom Brady and seeing Welker and then guys like Edelman and those kind of guys, and it was like, man, that's... That's me. Yeah. Those, those guys are me out there. I can be doing what they're doing. We're the same size. We look alike. Why can't it be me? And 
you know, so it was always like, let me look up there 40 times. Let me look up their vertical jump. Let me look up all those things because I want to see if mine's close to theirs and always challenging it. And it was always that pipe dream, but right. Yeah. Well, once you, once you kind of moved away from baseball, your college career, um, I know we talked a little bit about how you jumped into golden gloves and you were fighting guys at heavyweight, right? So <laughs> we just talked about, you know, you comparing yourself to the smaller guys in the NFL, but then you said, screw that, I'm jumping up with the, with the heavyweights in boxing. Um, so, like, was that just where you were weight-wise at the time? You were lifting a lot of weights, bulking up, or you just didn't want, you didn't want to cut the weight? Or? Yeah, so at the time, um, I was about 200 pounds or so, you know, much bigger from trying to hit as many home runs as I could. So um, I picked up boxing just a buddy of mine said, oh, there's a gym close by. Let's go just for a different workout. So we showed up to the gym and just <clears throat> hit the bags and see it. And then being competitive every day was a new challenge of like, okay, I did this. Let me try to learn this next step. Let me try to learn this next step. And as it went, it just, it, it went from there. So after two or three months, I was like, okay, now I want to fight because I want to see if I'm actually learning or if I'm just hitting the bag for fun. <laughs> and I was about 180. I think the most I ever weighed in a fight was 181. I started off in, like you said, the heavyweight at 201, but I was, I was still the little guy, but I, was, I looked much bigger. I had guys coming up to me thinking I was 220. I was just a bigger guy, but a smaller guy in the weight class. And uh, I ended up having seven, my first seven amateur fights at 201. And you were knocking guys out, right? Yeah, I had a few knockouts in there. <laughs> Had my first couple fights and then uh, went into the Golden Gloves in like my third, fourth, and fifth fight and ended up winning those. It was still the novice because I had less than 10 fights, but ended up going in there and I dropped a few of the, these huge guys. So that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're knocking guys out at heavyweight and then you come into, you know, Fist Street, that, that meeting eventually happens, right? When you talk with Dino and... And you start talking about, all right, if I'm going to go professional here, what weight am I really going to be fighting at? Maybe, maybe you thought at first you were going to be like a Tyson and just pack on the pounds <laughs> and just come forward and knock guys out. But Dino had other plans, right? He wanted you to go down a little bit. Yeah, so that was, I mean, it would have been a lot easier to be able to just eat whatever and bulk up and, you know, be like Tyson. But it made a lot more sense to go down. So I started cutting the weight and started going down and then um, started started professional at middleweight. I ended up having some of the amateur fights at heavyweight. I dropped down to the 178, which would be like a light heavyweight and amateur, and then dropped down to 165, and then just lingered around there. And tell me about, I know we talked off camera a little bit about your diet and kind of how you got your weight down from 200 to that middleweight limit. And it's like, you know, that's no, not an easy task. You were already in shape. It wasn't like you were, you know, big, big fat guy out of shape yeah. and you had to drop all this weight you were you were just a normal you know athlete and you had to get yourself down to 165 so tell me about like what went into that uh, that was actually that's actually one of the toughest parts of boxing I tell people all the time when they say oh boxing's hard and then I'm like no no the weight's hard the, keeping the weight <laughs> is the hardest thing because of the the nutrition and the discipline of making sure you're eating this and not eating that and all that kind of stuff so um I knew somebody that knew a nutritionist. I got linked with that person and started cutting the weight. I actually, when I dropped, I was 
I don't know, 185 or so. And I had to drop to 165 in about a three week span. So I dropped like a pound a day basically for like three weeks straight. Wow. I dropped to the 165, had a few more amateur fights. Then after my body adapted to that weight loss, but it was tough. It was, there were days where I actually was eating much more than I expected. It wasn't starving myself. It was eating more meals, getting the metabolism going. I was stuffing myself, gagging as I was eating food <laughs> and still losing a pound a day. I couldn't believe it. It was like, man, once you realize the science of the nutrition and all that, it's, it's much, much different than a lot of people think. Yeah, that is crazy. That, I mean, eating that much food and still losing weight, I'm sure a lot of people want to try to mimic that. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but your athletic background, you know, baseball, um, you know, squashing the bug, they say, getting your hips through the ball. And you talk a lot about, like, you know, bringing that athletic side to boxing and how that's an advantage over a lot of guys that only box um, growing up because you just know how to use your athletic movement in terms of transferring that power. And, you know, that's something that you had right away, obviously, knocking out heavyweights. And now you're bringing that into the middleweight division. So tell me about maybe your plans here in a couple days, experience so far with your power and, and your belief in that. Yeah, so like you said, it, it definitely carried over from the other sports. It was easy to just understand how to use the body and how to transfer the weight and all that. So that was definitely a big help. And already being athletic and having the athletic background was what was able for me to pick up the sport so quick um, in comparison to just learning from scratch. I already understood a lot of the movements and a lot of, a lot of things like that. So despite starting a little older, I had more knowledge so I could pick up on it quicker than if I was seven or something like a younger kid not understanding their body. And um, yeah, so it definitely carried over so that's always, you know, that's always a thing that stands out for people when they watch me spar, they watch me fight, is the power. You can hear the punches from the crowd. You can, everybody's always <clears throat> talking about that. And, you know, even, even my last fight, you could hear the announcers talking and mention how much of a bigger frame I looked than the other people. Right. You know, the other guy I was fighting because from that weight cut and already having all the muscle mass and having the power and having all that, it translated to, you know, to the middleweight from the yeah. heavyweight. It was it is a big benefit for me in terms of that rather than just just being just an average guy. Yeah, you know, exactly. already having a lot of that understanding of how to use my power. And you got it in both hands, both power on both sides. And it is interesting. Like when I when I first met you, I asked like you know what weight do you fight at? You do carry your weight very well. Like a lot of guys. Um, you know, it's surprising when you meet him in person and say, man, this guy's a lot bigger than you would think. And, you know, clearly that's an advantage. You have that heavyweight amateur background. I'm sure you've been hit by some, some big hitters.